Check so, one, two, three, check. Check. Pop, pop, pop. One, two, one, two. Check one, two, one, two. One, two, three, four. Okay, can you give me a count to ten? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Check five, six, seven, okay, we're good. eight, nine, ten. Check one, two, one, two. Got it right here. Yep. Okay, Phil, this is going to be segment number one. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, I was talking to our producer, Phil. You're Charles. He's Phil. Okay. I didn't hear <laughs> Phil. You won't. You won't hear him at all. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So is this going to be recorded? Yeah. So basically, like yeah. what you're saying, you, you, you'll you edit take pieces off believe me i edit myself all the time beautiful because i'll sit there and i'll, I'll go um you know just just as okay. many years i've been doing this i still so i'll just um wing it i guess you just, could just say yeah, just okay and like i, I said, can do my, that my biggest uh <clears throat> um question is just just talk just talk don't don't be afraid <laughs> that, am i saying too much no you're not saying too much just talk. okay all right here we go and the other thing that we want to remind you is with your hand, these are such sensitive microphones. None of that. Okay. Yeah. I, I interviewed Captain Richard Chesbro from the Willamette Queen. He comes in here about once a week, and he's always doing this. And I go, Richard, stop it, stop it. And he goes, Oh, okay. And then Richard, stop Willamette Coin. Where's Willamette Coin? Uh, the Willamette Queen. Oh, Willamette the Queen. Wheel, down, ah. Yeah, down on the river about there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right, Phil. Let's try this again. Segment one. Here we go. <clears throat> well, good morning, and welcome to the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host, and I'm so glad that you joined us. Today's Terry Saul Show is being brought to you by the Lule Group. Lule's Car Connection. Stop, 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 stop. Let's start it over again. One of these days I'll learn how to talk. Okay, Phil, we're going to start that over again. Segment one. Good morning, and welcome to the Terry Stall Show on Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host, and I'm so glad that you joined us this morning. Today's Terry Stall Show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. And today's special guest is Charles. We're just going to go with Charles. Does that work for you? That sounds good. All right. Charles is from the... Uh, why don't you tell me who you're from? So we're with Accurate Precious Metals. We're actually right off the freeway on Hawthorne between Market Street and Sunnyview. We've been there for about over a little over 10 years now. Okay. Now, I hear your, your commercials all the time, and I've always wondered, what do they do over there? Before we get into what you're doing, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where, where are you from? You live locally here? I do. I've lived in this area for quite a long time. I don't want to date myself, but... Um, Go for, ahead. I got you beat, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> so we've moved here 
since '79 from Chicago. I was born in Chicago and uh, moved to moved to Oregon in 1979, and I grew up in Woodburn. Okay. And how did you How did you go from Chicago to Oregon? Well, that's kind of interesting. Our um, pastor, uh, my parents' pastor at the time, said that Oregon is a very peaceful, quiet environment, great to raise kids, and my parents hook line and sinker uh, moved us from chicago to mount angel so we lived right in the urban right in the center of chicago to the little town of uh, mount angel so yeah. that was a quite interesting move we did we did the same thing we were from originally from san jose california and and i knew that i did not want to raise my children in the bay area there and we started looking we went down south didn't like what we saw down south came up here to a, uh, attend my cousin's funeral, mm. and I'm standing on the, the side of in Mill, Mill City, and I'm just looking at this beautiful countryside, and I thought, my goodness, this is where I want to bring my children and raise my children. I, my mom was with me, and I told her, I go, Mom, look at this. It's beautiful. She goes, shut up. You're at a funeral. Try to be sad. I go, okay. <laughs> so I went back home and picked up the wife, and I said, let's go, let's go up there and spend a long weekend up there and take a look. And we never looked back. We love yeah. it up here. It's 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 God's country up here. It is. It really is. It's it really, really nice. is. It's beautiful. Yeah, we love it. So, um, how did you get started? Did you go to school up here as, as well? Or I did. Well, we um, went to a private school in Woodburn, small church school. My parents sent me there, and um, stayed in the area pretty much um, as I continued to was raised here in this area. And became an entrepreneur at a very young age. So I'm a, I guess they call him a serial entrepreneur. And okay. we um, ventured into other businesses and we basically uh, circled into and moved right into precious metals in 2009. Okay. A good friend of mine that became a good friend of mine was a mentor up in Portland that introduced me to precious metals. And I was doing jewelry prior to that, where I would import jewelry from other countries and also brought in rubies, sapphires, and diamonds and had them designed overseas and was distributing jewelry in in the U.S. uh, throughout the country. But then um, when the economy uh, turned south in 2008 and 2009, we took a sabbatical, uh, took some time off, spent, spent it with my family, and my wife um, and um, took about a year off, and thankfully I was able to do that. And right when we were returning back to work, um, the economy was um, basically at a low at that time. Mm-hmm. So we had precious metals, and I started selling the precious metals we had, and that's where the opportunity uh, presented itself. And a friend of mine said, um, right now is a great time to sell, but also buy. And we started actually building it. And I started with my son. Uh, my son and I started buying jewelry, started buying gold, and we started growing uh, quite rapidly. So when when you, I, I remember years ago, and I'm going to date myself, when I first started radio back in 1800s, um, <laughs> one of the first commercials I ever did was for the Shane Company. Are you okay. familiar with that? I am familiar with the Shane and I, Company. I did some of their commercials for them where they would say that, yeah, they're going out there and they're in, they're buying diamonds from who knows where. Yep, and, Antwerp, Belgium. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly. Yeah, I and remember that. I always thought, I thought, well, where's, where's he getting his stuff from? Now, now I know he's yeah. getting 
Are you familiar with the Shane Company? I am. I'm, yeah. I and he's uh, you know, he, he still, basically is he still doing business. Absolutely, he's yeah. he's thriving. He's he's doing he's done very well, and he continues to do well. I think his his son is stepping in, and I don't know all of the story, but I knew that his son was uh, stepping into his shoes and yeah. and started. Uh, I'm not sure if he completely has taken over. But um, similar story with my family and my son. Um, so, so and your, your son together. is sitting right here right now. What's his, what's his name? What's his name son? is Tyler. Tyler? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Tyler, you've got some big shoes to fill here, buddy. Yeah, well, and, he's uh, doing a good job. Actually, he doing he's a doing job? a better job. He's <laughs> uh, caught on. He's going to, yeah, he That'll is. That'll scare you. Well, actually, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. He's, uh, he's a techie. Um, he understands technology and systems and processes. He keeps Dad organized. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a great job. Good. All yeah. right. So... Let's get into a little bit about accurate precious metals. Um, what is it? So we are a precious metals company. What uh, is precious metals? So gold, silver, platinum, palladium, uh, just the name of the, uh, the, the, the precious metals. Okay. <laughs> yep. And what do you do with them? So we, uh, we started actually buying, like I was mentioning to you, when we started um, back in 2009. And it was just my son and I buying gold, and we started small. And then we started actually with one location, and then one location became two locations. And then we grew up to over 15 locations wow. in Oregon and Washington, wow. buying gold and uh, diamonds and silver. And so that's how we started our, our business. And we, we had a, a pretty decent sized team. And then we started getting more competition where other, you know, basically at that time, the, I, I think I've even seen tire shops buying uh, precious what? metals, putting up signs. I did. And, but primarily pawn shops, other jewelry stores, and you see a lot of the TV commercials and there was a lot on the radio. And um, the market started basically splitting up. So I decided to open up a refinery where um, instead of only not only competing with the, the, uh, my other competitors, but also I started becoming a, a place where they could come to and refine the gold locally. So that's how I started. And I started a refinery actually out of the same building we're at. We were only actually de dealing with the trade for about three years, I think since 10, 11, and 12. And in 13, we started actually doing bullion. So for about two to three years, we were strictly wholesale where dealers and trades people would come to our location and actually sell us their precious metals and refine the precious metals on site there. So that's how we first got started. So when, when I walk into you and I says, hey, Charles, uh, I wanted to, to get rid of this, this wedding van that uh, the wife got rid of me, so I want to get rid of the wedding van. Um, how do you? What do you do? You look at it, and you can tell whether it's real or not. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So, what are you looking for? Well, we're looking for the the precious metals content, and primarily it's gold. And we also buy diamonds, but we have an X-ray machine that the uh, the tradesmen, actually the buyers there, analyze the gold. We can tell you exactly the purity to ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine percent accuracy. So a lot of the locations that people go to whether it be a pawn shop or another jewelry store or, I mean, just to name with a few of the places where they actually buy precious metals, they do it with acid or they take a look at the, you know, carrot uh, stamping that jewelry has. But we take it a step further and we actually x-ray the precious metals and are able to tell you exactly the gold content, if there's other metals in there, whether it be silver, copper, or nickel, 
we can tell you exactly what content and what elements are so in the actual are, article. Are you saying that um, the what is stamped in there is is every is every ring got some type of a stamp in it or something? It should and. Now Most, you know I'm going to take my ring off and look for a stamp, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, mo- the, I would say 99% of jewelry that's a precious metals has have a stamp in it. It's required to have a, a stamp, either a 10-carat stamp or a 14-carat or 18 or and so on. And however, what's happened in the industry, in the jewelry industry, depending on where your jewelry comes from, um, it's accurate, but there's a percentage of times that it's not accurate because that is dependent on the maker of the jewelry, how, how, uh, what his integrity is, because you he can basically make it out of 12 carat, 11 carat, which means there's less gold in it, and then stamp it 14 carat because we do find that really as well. Now, we I'm, do. I'm looking inside my my wedding band here and and i'd never noticed before but there is something stamped in there is that how you would tell we it, it is it's one of the methods that we can tell but the main you know method, i'm going to hand this to you and yeah. ask you to look at it yeah the main method see, is can you see even see that i can't even read i can what it, it it does does it say cheap get your money back <laughs> yeah no it says i love you forever no. but Man, it's I, wonder a wife, I wonder which wife that was from <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's ba- it's 14 carat, and we look at the stamp. It says 14k, and we also analyze it with a gun because, and you know, now that we're chatting with this, be careful. Some of the people that are listening, there's people like at Walmart or um, Winco that approach you saying that they're in difficult times. And they have jewelry, and it says 14 carat on 18 carat, and there's really no way of knowing unless you're an expert or have an uh, X-ray gun right. or acid the test because we do have and it's really it's really um, often that it's happened people come because they just bought it from a person from their from that they met at Walmart because they were in a stressed situation and it's fake and uh, we we see that so, often so. How how tough is that for you to have to say to the guy? I'm sorry, but that that precious ring that you have right there is worth about dollar yeah, ninety five. It's just unfortunate. It is this. It is a disappointment, and we we don't like it. It doesn't feel good because we're experiencing it with the the clients. They were excited. They they were able to help somebody out. It feels good to be able to help somebody out, but at the same time, they got gold. They come to us. And it's not gold. It is a disappointment. And really? it doesn't feel good can to I, tell I, them. Can I have my ring back? Absolutely. I, I saw you uh, looking at it and thinking, where's he going to go with this? In his pocket or something? No, so when you no when you take a ring, like let's just say you take a, a ring like this and you want to resize it. Do you resize stuff We too? do. We do. Okay, if you wanted to resize this, and this one's got interesting marks on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, and if you wanted to make it bigger, because obviously my fingers have gotten fatter over the years. Yes, um, we could do that. How do you? How do you get? So the, our the gold goldsmith is a goldsmith, and he basically is a is is an amazing artist. And it does take some time when it is uh, when there is designs on the ring, and it does take a a, a longer process, and it could be done simply simple which is less expensive, but when you are adding art and adding 
cost to the labor, then it does cost more money, but it definitely can be done. There's nothing impossible to make with precious metals. You can, it's, an, it's an art. It's an mm-hmm. actual art that is done, and we so have an artist. How, how long? I, I know you, each But each most one rings aren't that way, though. Most rings, so... It's just know, a it's, regular band. It's, it's just, just a regular band, or if it's a diamond ring, or if it's a ring, most rings are just smooth at the bottom, and it's pretty straightforward. I would say 99% of all rings are pretty straightforward that you can just resize them. Cost is minimal, and we do that as well. We go up in size or down in size, and either way we can go. How do you, how do you know... Um, Charles, and I've always wondered this, is that if I take my ring into a jewelry um, and oh, – let's, 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 let's rephrase this. I take my wife's ring in there, and mm-hmm. she wants it resized, yes. and she's got a diamond in her ring. Yes. How do I know that when I leave that ring there and I come back a month later or two weeks later to pick up the ring, that's the same diamond that I left? So is that an issue? It is an issue. It's a okay. great question. It's who you're doing business with, the ethics and the integrity of that business, because it does happen. People do lose their you know, diamonds and you get switched on them. But if it's a nice diamond sized ring, sometimes they have serial numbers on them and we always check for that. But it's ethics and the people you do business with. We've been in business for over a decade and we maintain our integrity and a reputation, which is, which is definitely of something that uh, we hold up high. Are all all diamonds? Do they have serial numbers on all diamonds? No, they, not all, they, all, no, not all diamonds. Okay, well, you just said then that you will check the serial number on on my wife's diamond ring there. So to make there, sure I get the same one back. Yeah, so there's um, there's di- there's some diamonds that are graded and they do have serial numbers on them and they're what they call GIA or EGL, just the name of the few uh, companies that certify a diamond, and then they basically do engrave and inscript a serial number. Okay. So we'll check for that. But in addition to that, we also grade the diamond and take a look at the diamond so we know exactly what we're receiving and taking it. And we've got we have two GIA certifi- certified. Uh, diamond experts in our location. All right. Mm-hmm. We need to take a short break. When we come back, more with today's special guest. You're listening to the Terry Stall Show on 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. We'll be back with more with Charles. Stick around. We're just getting warmed up. Phil, this is segment number two. It's eight minutes. <clears throat> Tyler, is he doing okay? 
All right. You keep an eye on him. All right, here we go. Hey, what am I supposed to say? Uh, welcome back to the Terry Saw Weekend Show. Okay, got it. Welcome back. to This is the Terry Saw Weekend Show. We are talking with Charles from Accurate. Charles? What I, I, I meant to say Charlos. I said Charles. Never mind. Start it over, Phil. Start it over. God. <laughs> it's all right, Terry. You're doing great. Uh, first day on the job, you know? Welcome back to the Terry Stall Weekend Show. We are talking with Charles from Accurate Precious Metals. And we were talking a little bit ago about uh, some jewelry and, and how do you determine whether or not you're going to um, a legitimate person who's going to give you back what you are giving him to repair. Mm -hmm. and, yes. Um, so it's the people you do business with, the integrity of the business and the reputation of the business. So it's really important that you, they, you do find someone that has that level of integrity in business. In the how time do, you, in how business. do you find that person? Well, recommendations, referrals, and um, that's what I would suggest. Or, you know, we, like I said, we've been in business for over 10 years and we've been doing this and we have great reviews and we hold our reputation at very high regard that they could trust. Oh, when they bring their jewelry in for repair, um, that they'll get exactly what they uh, brought us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you also do yes. a, a appraisals? We do. Um, at on, it's a it's a we used to do a very large appraisal, but we basically we contract that out to an other a third party agency that uh, deals with our company directly. It's actually an individual that we do appraisals with, but generally we do a, appraisals of the diamonds of the uh, precious metals of content um, in the form of what the market value is based on the gold market, the silver market, and then the diamond market. And also the diamond market has a, a, a basically what they like similar to a Kelly Blue Book for cars. Mm -hmm. Same thing because that dictates what the diamonds is buying and selling. Same with the silver and same with the gold. It's just whatever the market um, is at the time. And that's a kind of appraisal we we give. Okay. And it gives the, the, the clients the ability to know uh, what they have, and also uh, a lot of times uh, people have even jewelry that they've collected through the years, and they just threw it in their jewelry boxes, or they don't use them because the style the style has changed, or it's broken, or whatever the reason um, is that they've collected jewelry through the years and is just sitting there. And what's fascinating is people are just surprised, especially with the market the way it is now. It's very high. Gold is at a very high. Silver's at a very high. Same with same with diamonds. People come in not knowing. We've has we have had we have stories when people come in and says, you know, I almost threw this away. I almost put it out in the garage sale, and they walk away with a thousand, two thousand. And one lady says she even threw it out. And then when she heard our commercial, she brought it in, and she made over $4,000 that really? she almost threw away. Really? Yes. That's amazing. And, and my, my wife um, has um, a jewelry box with the same thing, with, with a lot of things that uh, some of them she's inherited from her mom when her mom passed away, from when my aunt passed away, and, and left her this. And she says, what do we do with this? And I thought, I don't know. Stick in that box and let's put it in the safe. And it's either worth something or it's not worth anything. So... 
I'm going to come in and say, hey, Charles. Yeah. Here you go. Take a look, and you tell me what it's what it's worth. That's yeah. Um, people, what, what is the, what is the most you've ever seen? Somebody walks in and goes, I don't know what this is worth, and then all of a sudden you come back and say, guess what, pal? You're sitting on a gold mine. It happens a lot. It happens really? all the time. It does. Now, when you when you come back and say, okay, this is worth maybe five thousand, ten thousand dollars, whatever it is, do you say? I will buy that from you, or do you just no, say— No, we just give them the price, and then it's, it's, we don't want to do. pressure anybody. We just give them a quotation. We give them a quote, and if they feel comfortable and they want to sell it, they sell it. And if they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they come in, and they end up selling it because they're surprised of what it's, what it's worth. Because like I was mentioning to you right now, gold is at an all-time high. Same with silver and same with the diamonds. And people are definitely shocked. And, you know, right now that the holiday seasons are coming. And then also, you know, a lot of times we get people that come in that inherited just similar to your story that come in. And that's often that they inherited from their grandparents or their parents and they come in. And it's a lot. Even the coin collections that we get, it's quite a bit. And I'm just thinking, you know, it's um, it's interesting that and it's wonderful that their parents handed this down to their children. But I've thought a lot of times why it would be nice that the people could enjoy it themselves. And what we find sometimes, not all the time, what they don't. People the the parents that okay. passed away. Okay. They could have enjoyed basically the money. The money. Yeah. Okay. On a vacation, a new um, wardrobe, a new car, a trip to the coast, or maybe just sell it and throw a party or do things with their grandkids or their children and their grandkids that they can enjoy it in the present moment and enjoy it. Will Will you always uh, buy it if they want to sell it? Absolutely. Okay, so if, if somebody comes up and says, I've got this this ring that's worth X amount of dollars, Charles, you want to buy it? You're going you're gonna to buy it? We will. We definitely will. What do you do with it? So we have a refinery on the on our location and okay. we refine it we purify the precious metals and then we take the gold we take the purified silver and we sell it to minting companies the minting companies are what produces the gold coins and the silver coins and the silver bars so that's our primary business so buying gold and buying jewelry is an aspect of our business but what has started the precious metals uh, the the bullion investment buying and selling in the in that trade is um, basically we started selling to the minting companies, and that has now become our main business, where we buy and sell commodities, gold and silver, platinum, palladium. So when you when you get um, five or six rings, do, do you you melt it down? How does that work? You melt it down, you take the gold out of it, and what do you do? Just um, get a, a bar, chunk of gold, a large a gold bar, bar, a large okay. bar, and then we send it to our. How large of a bar are we talking? About? Uh, it's pretty large. It, you know, we've we've had some large ones. I'm not sure if I feel comfortable. If it's all right to say it over the radio, but we we have. Are, is it is, when you say large? Is it weight wise large, or is it all of the weight and value wise? Okay, now you got me curious. And the other thing is we have a very secure building. So if people right. come and visit us, they'll have to ring the bell. And we have cameras at all locations. Right. Our, right. 
our uh, parking lots all secured and it's basically private where people come in they have to ring themselves in we take a look at who's coming in then they go through the doors and everything's locked down so sure. it's very secure sure. location so when people are coming in um, they can feel confident that they're going to be protected and very secure kind of a shame you have to do that isn't it it is yeah but, but it is what it is you got to make them feel secure yeah that's it and you're not going to tell me how large that bar is, are you? <laughs> yeah. Now, will, will the minting companies always buy it from you? Always. Yeah. Yep. We have a standing order. We trade um, base, We trade every single day with the minting companies because we're buying and selling every single day. Because, our, our, like I was mentioning to you, our main business has become the bullion. Because right now, with the volatil- volatility in our um our economy and the printing of the uh, money that our government's doing, it's creating a little instability and why gold is continuing to rise. So people are just diversifying um, from their portfolios, financial portfolios, or they're beginning to just invest in precious metals to hedge themselves and to have some assets that um, basically will be valuable and, and, and be worth something versus just having just dollars right. as, um, as a form of um, savings. We need to take a short break. When we come back, more with today's special guest. Today's show being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule, State Farm Insurance. So, Charles, are these bars as big as a microphone? <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't even tell me. Uh, segment three, Phil, 13 minutes. <clears throat> we are back. This is the Terry Saw Weekend Show, Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host. Today we are talking with Charles from Accurate Precious Metals Refinery. That's a mouthful. It is. It's a mouthful there. So the abbreviate is Accurate PMR. Is what... Well, there you go. Why didn't you tell me that at the beginning here? <laughs> you know? um, a lot of people are doing investments. We were talking about a little bit off the air here. Um, is now a good time to make gold and silver investments? It's a great time to uh, make an investment. It's traditionally has been a excellent form to hedge yourself. You know, if you look back in 1964 when the U.S. government, the minting of the, our coins used to be um, silver. So any t- any coins before... 64, or actually 1964 and before, it had silver content, 90% silver in the coins. And they went off of the gold standard um, or backing all our money with, with uh, precious metals, with gold in particular. And if you take a dollar 
um, back then in 1964, that same dollar, four quarters, has grown exponentially, a, hu- a very large amount of growth to $20 really? currently. Really? Mm-hmm. And over $20. So with that just four quarters so basically precious metals is just a great way to just diversify it's just to protect your investment to protect your money just like real estate or just like any other investments your 401k or in the stock market it's another vehicle and but this um, precious metals just gives you a peace of mind to know you have it in hand and have has that value and we have a, a large amount of growth in the last couple years especially in the precious metals because of the the of the printing of the US dollar. Do you do you get people bringing old coins often? We do. Okay. If if somebody was to bring in um, let's just say those four quarters you were just talking about mm-hmm. that are silver, you can't you can't melt them down, can you? Because you're destroying U.S. currency. That's right. We don't. So we basically, we confirm that it's silver and then we buy it. So we're a trading platform for commodities, particularly gold and silver. So we analyze all the precious metals that come in with our x-ray gun and machines to make sure that they are actually either gold or silver. What does that x-ray gun show you? you So it tells us... It tells us every single element that that coin contains or bar contains to perfection, to 99.9% accuracy. And it, and it doesn't matter how old that coin is? It doesn't matter how old it is. We have actually other coin dealers that come to our uh, location and okay. have us analyze their precious metals. We have a, a drawer full of fake coins that people have bought offline. And so do I. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. But so really, you have a lot of fake stuff that people can buy. That well, we don't sell it. I guess I bring that up because it people have to be careful where they're sure, buying their metals sure. from, and if um, and even experts that have been in the industry for a long periods of time, they have they've had the wool put over them and they've bought and fake metals because when we test it for them they come in they bring the coins in we test them we analyze it and then we give them you know they're all the, happy the news. walking in but then when they walk out they're not so happy they're not so happy that's right wow and even dealers that have been in business over 20 years and they have bought and fake coins but it is what it is it's, sure, i mean people sure. are making copies that look perfect and yeah. it even looks worn it leave it looks real what, to perfection what is the oldest coin you've seen oh boy um how far are we going to go back? Pretty far back. Um, I, I couldn't date it, but, it, I mean, back um, quite a bit. Yeah. Will you get will you get coins that may have a, a, a date, 1940 or something, and you're looking at it thinking, there's no way this is 1940. This might be 1970 to look like 1940. Do you, do you get a lot of that? Well, some they, of it? well, we do have coins that are actually graded that are ma- that are in cases that are in pristine conditions that even date back further back in the 1800s. And so we do have um, quite a different range of coins and years that come through right. our doors quite a right. bit. Now, if, if somebody wants to, um, okay, I've got this coin that goes all the way back to the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I don't have any need for it. I don't really want to keep it. Um Charles, I'm going to sell it to you for what X amount of dollars. Now, will you 
hang on to that and maybe sell it? Or what do you do with it? So us being a trading platform, we're buying and selling constantly. constantly. So our inventory changes every single day. Yeah. And the primary uh, businesses, we do buy collector's coins and we do sell collector's coins. And that's a percentage of our business. And uh, the larger percentage is just playing what's called bullion. And that's investment purposes. People come in and buy and sell bullion throughout the day, every single day, and in any denominations from, you know, one ounce to thousands of ounces at a time. Yeah. Are you surprised with with uh, the amount of, of precious metals that people keep around their house that they don't even realize what they have? So, you know, it's true. Yes, I am. I mean, I'm surprised when they when i first got started but now it's just become a daily occurrence and people do get surprised when they come in and bring this you know i think in this particular case you're talking about maybe scrap jewelry but even sure. even the coins even when they get when they inherited because most people that buy these coins they know what they have and they come in and buy and sell with us but people that inherited they come in and then they um they're surprised about um the the inheritance that they've received i have i have a, an uncle he's um 98 years old and he he ran a movie theater in morgan hill california for 50 some odd years and over those years people would come in there and they'd pay their admission with coins and stuff so he he would, he would kind of collect these coins and and silver certificates, the dollar bills. And so he told me the last time I saw him, he says, you know, when I go, he's 98 years old. He says, when I go, these are all yours. And it's like, yeah, okay, but don't be in a hurry to go. Um, And then when we were driving back from California, my wife says, what are you going to do with this? I "I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what it's worth. It's amazing. But guess who's office i'm gonna go visit yours well we <laughs> and find out what exactly it is yeah that sounds pretty impressive um you know just over 50 years of collecting coins at a box office amazing the theater, he's just kind of saved stuff away it sounds like a yeah. lot that's wonderful good for him that's awesome it's exciting to go through that type of a collection so really it's enjoyable so are you going to allow me to retire with that collection uh it's a good possibility <laughs> it's a good possibility we've seen different many different types of scenarios sure. and i just wanted to share with you now that we're talking about it is security and, and, and privacy is your best security just privacy is your best security a lot of people that come in and buy the best thing to do is just not let anybody know you have precious metals because you know, today's society. So you're not going to get on a radio station and say, "Guess what I heard about Terry Saul." Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right. <laughs> I would, it. but you won't. <laughs> All right. Tell me about some of the different types of uh, uh, of of metals there are. So our most popular is the American Eagle, and both they come in uh, silver and gold. The Canadian okay. Maple Leaf, okay. the Cougarans. Um, the gold bars and the gold bars come in different uh, makes of you know either a pamp or um, so they come in different makes and um, there's a, a large range of uh, different uh, uh, currencies from different countries from Australia and just to name a, a, a few of the the coins that we have but primarily so they're not coin, all American coins they're not all American coins. No, I, I never thought of that, but yeah, there's, there could be some coins from other countries that are just as valuable. That's that's correct. But our primary are American coins, and um, we do have uh, people that come in and want a, the Canadian coins um, or the South African coins, Cougarans. 
But um, again, when the you see American the, Eagles is the most popular. When you see these commercials on TV, and, and you've seen them, I've seen them, we've all seen mm-hmm. them, where yes. uh, they say, you know, we've got the American Eagle, and for $20 you can get this $1 coin or this quarter coin, whatever it is. Are those legit? I, I, I It would depend on what company it is. And if, if if it's $20, um, probably... And I, I just grabbed that $20 figure out of the sky. Okay. It could be more. It could be, you know, $50 for whatever. Okay, yes. But are they, how do you know if they're legit or not? So, again, it's the integrity of the company. You definitely want to do your due diligence because not every company is, is valid. And... Um, and that's where it's really good to buy local. It's best to just buy local, know what you're buying. We compete nationally, and meaning that our prices is, is nationally competitive. We're, we're located in Oregon, but we do business all over the country, and we're growing outside of Oregon. So to be able to do that, our pricing has to be nationally competitive, and that's exactly what we do. So we compete with the biggest uh uh, minting companies uh, or coin dealers throughout the country. So people could be rest assured that when they come to our location, they're seeing somebody face-to-face and they get to know who they're buying from and they can get delivery, they could feel it, they could touch it and they make the exchange right in front versus calling somebody up over the phone and get trying to get to know them and then wiring the money or sending them a check and then hoping that you're going to receive what you ordered through the mail. And you know, if you're buying maybe $50 or $100, you know, that's uh, maybe not a, a huge amount to lose. But when people, because people do invest quite a bit, people invest, um, you know, 20, 30, 40,000, 50,000, 100,000, even greater than that amount. Um, and it's, it's, it, it, it's, um, it's a very sensitive uh, transaction that it's um, safer to come to a local um company where you can just see them face to face and know you're getting an amazing price but also know you're going to get delivery of your product what is, what is the best investment right now as we stand here right now what is the best investment so me being in the coin business or in the bullion business i would say gold and silver is a great time to invest and to diversify i i don't encourage people to take their whole entire retirement and invested in gold and silver is just to take a percentage. It's just a smart business transaction to be diversified. And we've always heard the adage, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Because if the basket falls, all your eggs are compromised. And you don't know which one's going to break, which one's going to survive. And that's exactly what you, what you do with your own financial portfolios. Take a percentage of your portfolio, whether it be a 401k or Roth IRA or just cash in the bank, and diversify it into precious metals. So that way... If the economy crashes like it did back in 2008 and 2009, you don't only have you know real estate or a savings or Roth IRA that depreciates, but you have precious metals that you can rely on and it's very liquid. It's not like real estate that takes a period of time that you have to go through the process of selling it or getting a line of credit or, or whatever the situation is to be able to pull money out of it because precious metals is just like cash. You could sell it anywhere, not only in the United States, actually anywhere in the world. You can take the coin, the gold bars or whatever um, uh, product it is and sell it. So it's a very liquid asset and it appreciates with time. So it's a, it's a great, it's a great product to diversify in. So, you know, I don't encourage anybody to sell everything 
that they own or they're invested in, invested in are in, are invested in and and buy precious metals i definitely encourage a percentage whatever that percentage is i generally say 10% you know if you want to be more aggressive 15 20% but there's people that are more aggressive in that and i don't feel comfortable with that however a percentage and diversification don't put all your eggs in one basket all right we're going to take a quick break when we come back here i'm going to talk to you about a scenario we're going to talk scenario okay and we'll do that in just a minute you're listening to the Terry Stall show on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM, we are KSLM. Back in a moment. And this is a final segment, <coughs> Phil. This is segment number four, 850. We are back with our final few minutes. Today's guest has been Charles from the Accurate Precious Metals or Accurate PM, PMR. 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 Okay, I'm, I'll get it. I'll get this figured out now. We're talking about uh, buying and selling um, precious metals. And I, before this interview, I knew, obviously, as you can tell, very little about this. Um, but I'm, I'm finding this really fascinating. If I decide now, uh, Charles, I'm going to walk into you and I'm going to hand you um, some money. I don't know, 1000 2000 whatever I want to give you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with that? And what am I going to walk out of there with? So, And I, and I know the prices are fluctuating all the time. I get that. Yep. So if I walk into you today with sure. X amount, what, what are we going to do? So first thing I would ask is um, how much you know about precious metals, what your goal is in terms of um, uh, if you want it to be short-term or long-term or you're continuing to plan on investing in precious metals. Because if um, you're going to continue, then maybe I would suggest some gold and some silver or maybe if this is your first purchase and your only purchase, maybe you could get a half an ounce of gold and then a, a, a hand or a few tubes of silver 
and tubes. Tubes what, have what is twenty. A tube? Tubes have twenty uh, gold. I mean, silver coins, one ounce coins in each tube. Okay. So depending on the amount, right now we're talking about twenty five hundred dollars. So basically, that's how I would direct it. And also, if you're going to continue um, investing, then maybe buy just stick with the gold or a little bit of both. So you can also have a, some diversity in your precious metals what portfolio. Is, what, is, what is better to have, gold or silver, or does it really matter? It does. It does depend. Again, also, so silver is right now a very popular um, investment in the precious metals because the ratio from one uh, gold coin to silver coins is quite a bit. Okay. Um, and so also silver uh, in the silver industry is growing as far as products being made with silver like the electric cars. And as we see right now the electric car industry is growing tremendously. Now I believe there's like a million electric cars being made annually and that number is just starting out at this point because okay. I mean globally and so each electric cars uses silver and that's just one of the industries that uses silver um, and there's a lot other industries that are using silver but also in addition to that the economy um, is volatile now it's pretty strong here in terms of you know there's a lot of businesses that are very busy they're making money they're buying and selling it's very robust but it's volatile where it's Unstable and not sure what direction our country is going to go, especially with the amount of money that the government is printing. And there's a term called fiat currency. And what fiat currency is, is the system that we're currently on. And what that is, it's basically the government makes dollars, which is the paper dollars or the dollars that are deposited into our account. And that um, currency is based on the value of what the government tells you it is. And then we take a dollars based and we agree on that value and we're in agreement. But if there's um, a shakeup in the economy and um, the central banks start having issues and um, the stock market takes a turn and the e economy goes south... Then, isn't, that, isn't that what's kind of happening right now? Well, it's that's the uncertainty, and that's right. why it's a great idea to diversify into precious metals, and that's where the adage comes in: don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. And so, having precious metals is where you can you hedge yourself, and basically, if the economy goes south and the um, real estate market goes south and the stock market goes south, you have precious metals that basically will, will take off fine and, and the cost per ounce will accelerate. And I that's have, what's happening right now. I have two grandchildren that I just, I, I love them to pieces. I spoil rotten. Um, if I wanted to take some some money and instead of just put in in a, I don't know, an account for them, would it be a good idea? That's to an awesome idea. That's a great go ahead idea. And invest in precious metals and say, you know what? At, at five and three, they're not going to have a clue what it's all about. Mom and dad might, yeah. but put this away for them. You put know, I've seen them. that happen. I've heard a lot of stories um, similar to what you're sharing with me. And their parents and their grandparents actually bring their kids in 
and they buy them a coin and they come in every month and buy a coin and they're teaching them habits to invest in precious metals. And we have customers, and one in particular comes to mind, that he uh, told me that his, um, I think his grandparents brought him in, similar story to what you're sharing, and th- as he got older, he did that throughout his whole entire life. And he, and he got to, a, this was about t- two years ago, he came in and sold a large amount of precious metals and he bought a, a, a condo. Nice in Florida nice. with, the, with the precious metals that he accumulated through yeah. time. So it's, it creates a habit, and it creates a really good habit, and I think that's a wonderful idea. I have grandkids also, and we're doing that with them. And we're teaching them. And, and actually, even at that age, my little granddaughter, she's four years old, she gets excited because they're shiny, they're beautiful, sure. and they're attainable. And, you know, they take their money jar, their piggy banks, and they bring it in, and they buy precious metals. It's a, it's a great habit to teach the, the my, kids. My mother-in-law started that with my son. On his first birthday, she bought him a um, savings bond. And a hundred dollar savings bond, and every year she would buy him a hundred dollar savings bond. Well, by the time he was eighteen years old, he had quite a few of those saved up, and and that's how he bought his first car. That's awesome. And I'm thinking with with this, um, this is a way to go too. It is. Instead of giving the savings bond, let's, let's buy them some precious metals. And it's fun. And the reason it's fun because they can touch it, they can see yeah. it, they can feel it, and it's shiny and they're pretty. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it's a great thing to start with your kids and your grandkids. Great. Graduation gifts, great Christmas gifts. Now Christmas sure. is rolling around, and it's a great thing um, to to teach and instill in, right. in our kids today. Where are you located? So we're located at 1855 Hawthorne Avenue Northeast, just right off the Market Street exit between Market and Sunnyview on Hawthorne. We're a three-story mint grill, green building okay. on the um, west side of Hawthorne between Market and Sunny, okay. Sunnyview. Do you have a website? We do. It's accuratepmr.com. A-C-C-U-R-A-T-E. P is in Paul, M is in Mary, R is in Romeo.com. All right. And Charles, is there a phone number? If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, I've, I've got a thousand more questions I could be asking you here. Is there a phone number that somebody can get a hold of you? 503-400-5608. And what are your hours over there? Monday through Fridays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. Are you always on site so people want to get in touch with you? Pretty much. I am. I'm yeah, there. Except when you're doing these crazy interviews. <laughs> yeah. I'm there working with the guys. Generally, I work on the second floor, um, and we've got great people there, ethical people. And actually, one of my best friend's son works for us. And nice. He's a great gentleman, and a good friend of mine's um, son-in-law works uh um, right. For our company and as well. Your, your son Tyler uh, and my son. Is, he's keeping an eye on everything. He keeps an eye on everything. <laughs> he keeps everything organized and flowing with technology. All right. Phone number again is 503-400-5608. 503-400-5608. Accurate Precious Metals. You're located at 1855 Hawthorne. Hey, I got a. Would you come back and do? I have a thousand more questions I can ask you. Would you be willing to come back and do this all over again? Absolutely, all Terry. Right. I had a great time. All right. And thank you for the invite today.